Welcome, welcome from an undisclosed location. You're listening to the Fanny Pack Boys podcast. My name is Rob, and I'm sitting here with my friend, Mike. And uh, before we begin our first official episode, I want to explain to you guys with my buddy here why we are the Fanny Pack Boys podcast. Uh, We start from humble beginnings. We come from uh, very humble beginnings, don't we, Mike? Yes, we do. Grew up in the same town. Same town. Just started hanging out a few years ago. It's rough in these streets. It's rough in these white suburban streets. This white privilege is really taking a hold of us, but we're going to do our best to bring you some hot topics, current events, underrated, overrated, um, very scorching hot takes of things that are going to step on a lot of toes, but that's why we're here because we're here to entertain. We're not here to give you bathwater takes. They're going to be scorching hot, hotter than fryer oil for Christ's sake. And uh, Tanti, I want you to uh, begin explaining to our millions of fans why we are the Fanny Pack Boys. Well, Rob, it starts from uh, probably about a year ago. I was, you know, going to the gym. You know, I would always have my keys, my phone, my wallet, my chapstick. And most of the time when I would go to the gym, I would either end up losing my wallet or my keys. Losing it. I had, I mean, I lost my wallet once or twice. And, uh. Wasn't very happy about it. So I started looking into things that I could, uh, you know, put it in. I thought maybe, you know, I'd get a bag, put it in the locker. But I was like, you know what? I'll probably forget my lock combination. I don't feel like getting a lock, whatever. Okay. So then I came across a fanny pack. And I was Where did you see that originally? Online? Just through your research? Well, I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. I really didn't want to, I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, oh, someone's no. going to give me shit for it. We're going to bring am. it up. Joe um, Rogan is, is otherwise known as the GOAT. Yeah, he's the GOAT. And he always talks about how just nice it is having a fanny pack. He goes up on stage with it. He puts all his stuff in it, never loses anything. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it. So and I bought a – To interrupt you real quick, his main argument is if women could have purses and put all their shit in it, yes. why can't a guy have something to put it in? That's gender discrimination and I will not stand for it. Exactly. And I was quite triggered when I first when he first said that. So I was like, let me just uh, fight against the norm. So I bought a fanny pack. Uh, my friends, family – they were not big fans of it. Did you get shunned? Uh, it's like one step below coming out as a homosexual. Yeah, I mean, people people called me many derogatory terms: homosexual, flaming, fag, fag. That was that was that was number one. It triggered beyond belief. Yeah, but you know what? I just I stuck with it. So you like the convenience factor and the fact that you're unique in a world in the 21st century where so many people are becoming unique in their uh, right to protest exercising their rights to uh, dis- uh, show their distaste for the president and this past presidential election on both sides, no matter what color tie you wear, um, you're a part of that counterculture by being one of the probably 100 people in America, uh, including myself, of course, who wear a fanny pack. Yes. Strictly for the convenience factor. You don't give a shit what people think. No. But let's be honest. If you walk into a bar and you're looking to pick up some chicks – they might call the cops. It's not going to happen. Uh, I can't say I've tried, but I can only imagine the uh, the amount of attention I would receive. Not good attention, of course. Just, you look like a sex offender. Yeah, I do. I mean. But Town, gym, hiking, mm-hmm. fishing, mm-hmm. some of my favorite things. You can wear a fanny pack. It's totally acceptable because I got news for you. There's worse things out there that people are wearing. And there's worse things that people are doing that, that a fanny pack should be the least of people's problems. Yeah. But we wanted to tell you why we were the Fanny Pack Boys, because we both wear them with pride, and you'd be shocked to see what we could fit in these Fanny Packs. Mine in particular, mine's a little on the big side, 
Only it's because see, I, let's be honest, it's it's probably one of the biggest ones on the market. It's like a gear sack. Yeah. But I mean, it's made out of hemp. It's uh, anti-microbial, as some people may call it. Um, I microbial? Could fit, microbial, microbial. I, I've heard it called both ways. Shit. Um, we might have to, uh, to double-check the, the grammar on that one. But <laughs> the pronunciation. But I could fit more things in there. And there's a couple parts of my job that require me to have a notepad, and I got news for you. I wouldn't have it any other way because if you want to wear it with uh, pockets, by the time you put all these things in your pockets, you'll be wearing suspenders and a belt and looking like a goddamn psychopath. So let's move on. Now that everybody knows our name and everybody knows the origin of the Fanny Pack Boys, I want to go into a couple things. Tanti, I want you to give the, the viewers, the listeners um, – Two main talking points that we're going to have on our podcast every week that they can look forward to. They're going to turn it on, and they know the Fanny Pack Boys are bringing heat in this form of entertainment. Okay. Give us some talking points. Everyone knows the big sports shows like uh, First Take, Undisputed, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Everyone knows all those. And there's producers in their ears. They have an agenda, as I like to say. They talk about points, and then even if they do feel the same way about it, for the most part, the producers will tell them to go opposite. So you're calling them puppets, in other words. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're just they're, they're corporate puppets. They're they're corporate puppets. They're basically just uh, yeah, skin puppets. Really. So Skip Bayless is sitting in a room, and, and his marketing team yep. is saying, "Skip the view uh, viewership's down. Um, PTI has uh, you know, two points higher this week on us. We we need to drop something hot this week." And he'll come out and say something like, "Tim Tebow." has the potential to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Am I right? I mean, yeah, but the, the worst one, that's not even that bad because like, maybe you could argue that because what he's got guy on his side or whatnot. But the worst, the absolute worst, is when, they, like, for instance, the, the past Super Bowl, uh, when Julian Edelman went for that amazing catch amazing. over three Atlantic, Atlanta Falcons, and they tipped it, and then he just caught it like an inch above the ground. There were some Inches. people saying that – he just wanted it more on that play. That is... Oh, you're against the... He is, wants it more. That is trusty. Never. You don't like hearing someone say that they wanted it more? As somebody who is a wreck sport, try hard till the day I die, I can promise you, promise you, that they wanted it equally. And they because they're in the Super Bowl. Okay, you're saying that they wanted it equally and they were both putting in equal amounts of effort. That luck was in his favor that yes, day. Yes, yes. But, but, but we're gonna, we'll, we'll get on to so we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about sports. And another thing we're going to talk about is just current events. Current events. I have a couple in front of me right now that I think it's important that we cover. Okay. Um, I hope you have a couple as well. But I want to start by going over uh, actually something very sad that happened, um, but also um, a little bit fishy that happened at Penn State University this weekend. Shout out Chris. Shout out Joe. Uh, two of our listeners that are uh, oh, they Penn listeners? State alumni, they will be after this episode, after this little this little uh, testicle teaser that we got out there. Blue balls, we like to call it. We're going to give you guys blue balls. You're going to be begging for more after this. So, Tanti, let's get right into this. Uh, Beta Theta Pi at Penn State University, this is off of CBS News, uh, is currently suspended after the death of a student. You want to know how this guy died? Yeah, I would love to. He was found unconscious inside their house on Friday morning. Last Friday, mm-hmm. the coroner has officially ruled his death accidental, but this is fishy already. This this has been fishy from the moment I heard about it from, from when one of my buddies turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. It seems as if he 
fell to the bottom of the stairs in the frat house basement while intoxicated around 11 p.m. on Thursday. Um, Mike, guess what time they called the police? He I'm fell at 11 p.m. on Thursday. 11 p.m.? I'm going to say because it's a story, I'm just going to guess 10 a.m. Yeah, you're going to give me a crazy yeah, number. Yeah, I'm going to give you a crazy number. 10.49 Friday wow, morning. The state police, I mean, the state college police responded to a call for help. So from 11 p.m. on Thursday night, from the time he had fallen. You had 12 hours. To almost 12, uh, almost 12 hours. And he was found unconscious at the foot of the stairs, and he's dead now. So think about this. It's, it's a very sad story because someone died. Someone's parents have to come and, and bury their child now, who um, I believe was a freshman. Yeah, 19-year-old. Wow. Timothy Piazza. R.I.P. Uh, Timothy Piazza. That's, that's a very sad story. But his I want to look at – Mike Piazza is probably really pissed off. His dad, Mike Piazza, the, the Mets, former Mets catcher, is probably really pissed off. Um, I want to. We don't know that, but we don't fact check. Just a heads up. We don't fact check. Um, it's probably not his son. Don't don't take us too seriously here. I need to know, and please, I know we have so many millions of viewers. If you know someone, or you know of someone who's in Beta Theta Pi at Penn State, please call the show. Tell us why call the show. nobody call the show. My number is two zero one seven zero four nine eight. Five three. Is that two zero one seven zero four nine eight five three? I want to know why Timothy Piazza was left at the bottom of the of the stairs of his frat house from eleven p.m. Thursday night to ten forty nine a.m. Friday morning. I need answers. Okay, well, and just... this isn't giving me answers. And now, what really makes me angry is: Do you think that there were Snapchat sent of Mr. Piazza that night? Like. <laughs> Look at my boy, he drank way too much. Oh, he'll, he'll get up soon, right? Well, think about it. Do you it's think a... anyone saw him? Do you think anyone knew? Well, did you say it was a Friday night? It was a Thursday night that he Thursday fell. Night. Okay, well, Thursday, Thursday is a big thing in college. We all know of that, course. right? Of course. So there was obviously some kind of haberdashery yeah. taking place well, think in this about house. It. Most colleges, they I'd say they're probably still the pregame at that point, 11 o'clock. They start going out. They start going. Yeah. So let's just say they just left at 11, and they come back, I don't know, 2, 3 in the morning. How many people stepped over his body? Well, being that he was in the basement, this makes it a little okay. more interesting. Oh, okay. This is a bit of a juicy story because he wasn't at an area with a lot of foot traffic because I've, I've been in some of these frat houses. Some of them are absolutely gorgeous, by the way. But he, he's in an area of the house where usually the basement's just where the party's at. And I don't see much foot traffic going you know, around that area of the basement. But was anybody wondering where he was? Was anybody say, hey, I haven't seen uh, Piazza all night. Where's he been? Nothing. They probably thought no he was, questions uh, have been raised. This is a little fishy. Do you, do you think there's a cover up? Do you think people aren't coming forward to talk because they're afraid of maybe being charged with criminal negligence because alcohol was involved and he's a minor? There's a lot of accountability, um, and there, there's definitely some blood on the hands of, of uh, some of these members of this fraternity. And um, we'll definitely keep you updated. But very sad. R.I.P. Uh, to Mr. Piazza, and uh, condolences to his family. Mike. Mike, what do you got for us coming up next? Um, I want to talk about uh, the Super Bowl once again. It's like we're not, we're not going to talk about the sports side because you guys are all probably exhausted with that. Listen, if you listen to sports radio, I mean, most of all, we probably know you, You've which means plenty. you probably talk sports, listen to sports radio. Let's talk about the halftime show, Lady Gaga. I was on Facebook the other day, of course, uh, the number one place to get news articles, real and or fake. And I saw people fat shaming Lady Gaga. What is there to shame? What fat? 
Let me just pull up a picture for you. Show me a picture. And and while you guys are listening, I encourage you to go online and look as well because I'm trying to figure out what fat these people are talking about because I didn't see any. I, I saw a pretty spectacular performance. I'm usually not one for the Super Bowl performance because that's something for the wives and the kids that are watching the game. The guys usually, you know, take a dump at halftime, go stock up on food and beer. But most of the time it's an amazing production, and, and I, I do respect these performers and their ability to put on a show. Um, but I, I want to see what you're talking about. What fat? I will show you. But just before, I'm just going to show you. This This may show graphic content, so I want you to be wary when I show you. Lay it on me. Wham. Interesting. Let's be Action. let's be honest. Me and you, to us, is that's not fat. This is not. That's not fat. That's just her bent over. Yep. In an awkward and, position. In an awkward position. And she's wearing a tight yeah. undergarment, uh, whatever you want to call that. Superwoman tights. Yeah. What do you want to call that? Uh, undergarments. Whatever it know. is. The fact that people are. That's pretty hot though. The, the idea of fat shaming to me isn't a big deal because a. You have freedom of speech in this country. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And if people get their feelings hurt, close the fucking computer and log off the internet. Yeah. Okay. Or kill yourself. Or kill yourself. Like, don't kill yourself. Call me if you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you about We're it. We're not responsible for any deaths or We're not injuries. responsible for any deaths or injuries or uh, physical or mental trauma that may come from the viewers of this show. But how can you fat shame someone like Lady Gaga? People have nothing better to do that they would comment on a little belly that she's got going on while she's out there crushing this performance and – by the way, I didn't think she was lip syncing. Did you? No. Nor do, I I was, Nor do I care. I thought that was one of the more genuine performances I've seen at halftime yeah. in recent years. I agree. I mean, and she wasn't being fat shamed. And as far as fat shaming goes, I mean, if you're fat, I mean, hey, you know, you know, you're fat if you're fat. I mean, I mean, granted, I'm only 21 years old, but I'm pretty skinny my entire life. But there was a stage where I was skinny fat and uh, skinny fat. Dad bod. Yeah, my my lovely girlfriend told me about it, but she wasn't she wasn't like, oh, you're fat. She was like, yeah, like you're you're like you're getting a little chubby. I was just she like, laid it on you. She laid the truth on you. I was like, fuck that. So then I got my ass to the gym, and it helped me because now I look much better than I did. And you're maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Exactly. Myself. I mean, there's nothing wrong to... with fat shame. It's just the way that people take it. Some people, people take, can't it take it the wrong way. Yeah, they they think it's a personal attack on you, and sometimes it is. Like say if we get in a fight and I'm just like, well you're fat as fuck. That does that does that's not that's not that's a cheap shot. That's just a cheap shot. It's a cheap shot. But if I'm telling you from a space where like we're friends and maybe you're trying to help you get your life in order, your health in order, then maybe you should take it. That's not fashion, that's just pointing out the obvious. Yeah. And you should do all you can to try to make yourself as healthy as possible. Bottom line, Lady Gaga doesn't look fat. She no. actually put on a pretty good performance. Nope. And um if if you want to be calling someone fat, Beyonce's getting a little chubbers because she's wait wait hold on before we go into that, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Let me just introduce one of our new games for you, for me, Mr. Robert. I can't wait. So lay it on me. We had a little teaser podcast that hasn't gone out to everybody except for everybody who's listening to this podcast because it's just our friends. And you said that there were twelve rounds in an NFL draft. That's right. And six rounds in an NBA draft. I'll own it. Which we all know is wrong. There are seven rounds in an NFL draft and two in an NBA draft. So this part of the show, I haven't named it yet because I'm not that creative. So I'm going to ask you ten sort of simple quest sports questions. Sports trivia. And I want to see if you can get them. Do you have ten already? I have ten. Oh, I, I'm, oh so you've been doing I'm your prepared. Homework. I am prepared. Oh, Jesus. I talked to my friend James at the gym today, and he said it was a good idea. Okay. Now, these aren't ground. This isn't like in 1972, who led the AL in batting? Good, it's not going to be like that. 
Because I know you're not going to get it, and I'm not, I couldn't get that anymore. The only so, people that would get that would be uh, considered these are These are mostly common. I think most of them are pretty common. Especially since I know you, so I figured you should know these. Okay, are you ready for number one? Lay it on me. What number was Peyton Manning on the Colts? Time's ticking. 18. Now, what number was he on the Broncos? He was also 18. Wow, that was a trick question. Yeah. I thought, I thought All maybe right. I'd get that one over on you. I'm not that stupid. Right, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. One for one. One for one. Okay, how many Super Bowls has Tom Brady been to? And one. He's been to six, one, five. That is wrong. Our sound engineer, Omar, has given you a wrong answer. Omar, what's the right answer? Seven. He been has seven. He has been to seven Super Bowl. One, five. One, five. It's my game show. You're getting that wrong. Half credit. I don't give half credit. You're one for two. Okay. Conor McGregor, what weight did he last fight at? Last fought at 155. All right. Bon- just, just for shits and giggles, what is that called? Bantamweight. But moving Lightweight. On. Moving right. on. Whatever. Who wants- this is going to get pres- a little bit harder, especially for you, because I don't think this is your niche sport. Okay. If this is baseball, I mean, you I'm, I'm going to walk away from you the should get this. Who won the World Series? The Cubs. All right. All right. Everybody fucking knows. All right. What are you, three for four? Yeah. Three four. Okay. Who won the NBA Finals? This is a crap shoot. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. All right. Four five. Come on, bro. Now we're getting a little... Uh, it's not even that hard still. I mean, I, I honestly underestimated you. Who is the 205-pound champion of USA? 205 would be... Steve Miocic? No, that's heavyweight. 225. Uh, it's Daniel Cormier. Yes. But Who, not by the way, is an extremely... Underrated and and not very well respected fighter. He's only lost to John Jones, who's arguably the best fighter in the world. But trust me, don't get me started on UFC because I will talk forever. We'll talk about. We're that. gonna go on. Who won the NBA MVP award? Steph Curry. Oh my God! You know what? I I underestimated you, Rob. Underestimated you. What does the UFC stand for? The Ultimate Fighting Championship. Shit. Now, which a lot of people get confused. If you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna be hearing. A lot of MMA talk. You're going to be hearing a lot of MMA talk because MMA encompasses more than just the UFC. Mm-hmm. Similar to if you were talking about, I'm watching football this weekend. That could be the NCAA. That could be the NFL. That could be the Canadian Football League. Mm-hmm. If you're watching MMA this weekend, you would then specify if you're watching the UFC, Bellator, Bellator Pride, Ryzen, different forms of MMA, Pride different leagues. Line fight. Line fight. Tanti knows a lot about this because he is World Series of a, fighting. A, a freak of nature when it comes to fight knowledge. But However, if you ask my friends, I am a complete fact. For not. someone to say, yeah, I'm watching UFC, you have to specify. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's MMA and it's a different league. That's a pet peeve of mine. So that's okay. why I got that so right. I think you're – I mean, what are you – I think you've only missed one, right? Yeah, the Tom wow. Brady question. I'm an asshole. I think I, I – I mean, you have two more, but – Bring the heat next time. Okay, I know I will. I mean, now I know. Now I know. What number was Babe Ruth and what – no. What number Don't was Babe Ruth? baseball question. What no, it's Babe fucking Ruth. What number was Babe Ruth and what was his nickname? Like his Ivan nickname Rodrigo. was the Great Bambino. Okay. All right. His number was two? Ah. Ah. It's a rough one. It's, it's a rough one. It's three. Jesus. One digit off. 
right, now this one's a layup because if you, you know what, you did better than I thought. His nickname is the Great Gambino. Or the Sultan of SWAT. Sultan I would have been, I would, that also would have been acceptable. What number does LeBron James wear? Twenty-three. Shit. You know. Twenty-three. All right. Just what, uh, what about on the Heat? On the Heat, he was six. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I gotta come. I gotta come next week. Bring the Heat next week. You come. You come at the Shit. Prince. You best not miss because I'm no king when it comes to uh, sports knowledge. But what I do want to say about sports, while, while we're on the topic of the Super Bowl, I'm gonna give you. What my opinion on what was the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Now, there's an asterisk next to that. The David Tyree catch off the helmet was probably the greatest catch situationally in Super Bowl history. Okay. But as far as sheer dumb luck, or as some would call divine intervention, Edelman's catch, if you watch that replay in slow motion, think about the... Hundreds of variables that could have taken place and, and how events could have gone differently for him in that time frame of about .006 seconds. Whose foot moved a different way? Whose leg moved a different way? If the if the wind blew a little bit funny and, and maybe moved the ball out of reach. He caught that ball so perfectly that no skill level in the world could have helped him. It was, it was sheer dumb luck, but it was one of the most fascinating catches I've ever seen by far. The most impressive of any Super Bowl I've ever seen. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I think the only reason he caught that ball was because he was white. In today's society, middle-aged white men <laughs> are the... I can't finish it. They are the most babied individual in America. So you're saying because of his white privilege, he caught the ball? Yes. I think, I think the black players were told by Roger Goodell, in that situation, let the 5'10 white guy, average height... He's above average athleticism, but still white to catch the ball. Is this because the Patriots are predominantly a white team as far as stars go? Gronkowski, yeah. Brady, even you could argue Belichick is the star being that he's the coach. Well, yeah, as I said before, if you're 5'10", mildly athletic, mildly and white, athletic. Patriots is home for you. You want to win the Super Bowl? Patriots, home, Super, Patriots is home for you. They truly are an unbelievable team to watch. And I feel really sorry for our good friend Matt. Who is a yeah, diehard? <laughs> who is a diehard Atlanta fan? Who we actually live streamed his subsequent death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, there's no we. That was an individual bully attempt on you. I <laughs> live streamed on Instagram and actually had 25 viewers and at then, one point. And then, and then Instagrammed a crying <laughs> Jordan face over his body with an Atlanta Falcons jersey on because I have never seen someone so devastated and rightfully so. That was the biggest. Blown game in sports history, bigger than the the, the Warriors blowing a three one lead, bigger than Hillary Clinton blowing the lead <laughs> in the polls and, and subsequently losing this past year 2016's election. That was the biggest blown game I've ever seen. So he has every right to be sad and depressed over this, but I couldn't help but take advantage of the situation and expose him as one of the most unlucky people I've ever seen in a given night, or actually in a given year. Between Arkansas and the Bell dude. Bowl and blowing their lead, all the Falcons had to do, and everybody knows this, you don't have to have a PhD in sports psychology to know that they should have just ran the ball more and chewed up the clock. Their run game looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to Matt, top two most unlucky people ever, it's probably him, but the top two unluckiest years is probably Matt Losey, 2016, and then Matt, 2015. So, I mean, <laughs> there's really. 
It's like not that what is you could two-time do. champion of the most unlucky person on earth. And if, if, you, if you didn't think that was possible, then please spend 15 minutes with Matt, and, and he'll bombard you with stories. We're going to have him on the podcast, and you'd be shocked to hear some of the situations he's been in, and you'd be surprised to find out that he hasn't jumped off a building yet. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm fa- I just thank God every day that he's not fat anymore. Because God will only know what can happen to that kid. That was a fantastic stage of his life. I can't wait to have him on because Matt is uh, what some people may call an idiot savant. <laughs> now, Tati, I want to pull up the definition of idiot savant real quick just so the viewers know exa- – or the listeners know exactly what they're getting into. Now, an idiot savant, according to Google, is a person who is considered to be mentally handicapped but displays brilliance in a specific area, especially one involving memory. Now, if this doesn't describe Matt and his ability to ref lacrosse, basketball, and football, especially football, then I don't know what it is. This kid has more knowledge on the ins and outs, the rules and regulations of these three main sports than anyone I've ever met. And and I think this kid's got a serious um, chance at making it big in the ref world. I'm talking college and then eventually professional sports Mm -hmm. in the future. Hands down, it's what he loves to do. So, I mean, chase your dream. That's what, I mean, that's what life's all about. Chase your dream. Don't do something you're going to hate. Don't do something you're going to be stuck at. If you hate desk job, don't get a desk job. Follow your dream, no matter how ridiculous it sounds to be an NFL rep or professional lacrosse rep. Just take take every day step by step and just keep trucking on. I got news for you. If if getting a job after college and um, selling out to the corporate world like I did (laughs) means anything, it's that Take advantage of every opportunity and do what you love because you got limited time on this planet and there's no time to be wasting away at a job that you don't like. If it's a stepping stone and you plan on going there and making something out of it and then taking advantage of the benefits of said job, then do it. But there's not – this is going to be a reoccurring theme in our podcast. There's just simply not enough time in the world and in people's lives – to get involved in something that doesn't benefit you, and especially if it's something that someone else is doing that has no effect on you. But we're going to talk about that later. And like I said, it's important to just mind your own business. One more thing I want to say. Podcasting, we've talked about this for a while. It's one of our things we wanted to do. So yes. it's a dream per se. Not to say that we want to do this professionally or we want to make our living off of this, but it is something we wanted to do. And First episode, this one right here pull is the a second episode. It is a stepping stone. Pull the trigger. It's about time to pull the trigger. How many podcasts do you subscribe to every uh, time? I mean, eight, but I listen to – they post – they're ones that post almost every day. Almost every day. So, I mean, this is something that we want to do for a while, finally pull the trigger, and we're probably going to get any fun of, let's be honest. Of course. Because we – but we're, we're not jer- professionals. Because we're two jerk-offs. Yeah. In – Who don't know a lot a about room, a lot. In a room in our friend's house. Yeah. So, like – People are gonna make fun of us, but I mean, well, I, I'm okay with it because I'm comfortable myself. And the friends who we really, the friends who we really hang out with the most, they're, I mean, they think this is funny. And we could build a good following based off of this right now because yeah. our show is gonna be so much of a variety show that it, it, there's a lot of different topics that we're gonna cover that's gonna make this interesting to listen to, no matter who you are or what background you come from. Yep. So I want you guys to take that into consideration when you're listening to this and you're telling all your boys about it and girls. Um, and I, I want to get into nudes. Um, <clears throat> nudes? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Get into underrated, overrated. Okay, okay. This is you've been talking about this. I have no idea. I know how it works, but I have no idea what you're going to say. So just follow my lead. I'm going to give you something that's underrated or overrated. I'm going to tell you why it is, and I'm going to tell you why you should be taking advantage of it. Now, 
Starting out underrated, this is something right off the top of my head that I've been into lately, and something extremely underrated that more people should be taking advantage of is cold brew coffee. Oh, just cold brew coffee. I don't know how <laughs> more people are on this cold brew bandwagon. It is literally one of the most delicious drinks that you can make at I'm, home for a reasonable price. I'm not on it, so could you please explain this? Of course. Because you have been you this, have been chirping about this. Chirping. Non stop for the past what, three weeks? We should have some here right now, but we don't. It's getting a little That's late. on you, though. That's on you. It, it's on me, but it's getting a little late, and this stuff is not for the faint of heart. The, the power and the and the caffeine um, the caffeine dosage in this is way higher than your average cup of hot coffee, or iced coffee for that matter, but I'm going to tell you why it's underrated. My journey to find out what cold brew was started out with something as simple as me just having heartburn from drinking hot coffee. Mm-hmm. It was a little harsh for me, and after a while, it wasn't really getting the job done. I drink coffee every single morning, and it wasn't really getting the job done. And I'm not one of those douchebag zombies that's don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna tell people why it's so good because there's how many billions of dollars per year get spent on coffee products, Starbucks, Dunkin', um, store bought coffee, and and I want to know why more people aren't drinking this because it's one of the most fantastic drinks out there. Now, quite simply. The heartburn factor was enough for me to explore some other options. I don't like energy drinks. They're they're a little unhealthy, if you ask me. And um, to find out how to make the best cold brew, all you got to do is go online. There's a lot of forums online. You go on Reddit. You go on message boards. And people tell you exactly how to make it. And it's as easy as this. Ground coffee beans and water. And you just let it sit. People just don't even want to do that, though. That's how lazy That's how lazy people are nowadays. They don't even want people to do it. People are lazy as fuck. You could go to the store, and you could buy 32 ounces of cold brew concentrate that you mix, you know, half and half, water and cold brew mix. But it's expensive. It's it's definitely more expensive than going to Dunkin' every day and getting a cup of coffee. But mm-hmm. that's if you're a chump. If you want quality coffee, you want smooth coffee, yeah. you want coffee with a better kick. Yeah, tell me. You're gonna you're gonna take advantage of that cold brew, buddy. Better, huh? You're gonna take advantage of that cold brew. You don't even have to make your own. I'll make some for you. You reach out to me, two zero one seven zero four nine eight five three. Reach out to me. I'm gonna make you some cold brew coffee. Could you make me some. Coffee? I'm gonna make you some cold brew coffee, Tommy. Yeah, that'd be great. You let those you let those beans steep. Let me let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something. You get those beans. You go to Fairway Market, mm-hmm. one of the most underrated grocery stores around. Yeah. You get those coarse ground beans. They grind them for you right in the store. They're fresh. Oh, They're aromatic. Fresh. You mix it with some water. You're gonna get a good. You're gonna get a good ratio. You want to do water. You want to do a pound of coffee. I got something else other than water, but you got a pound of coffee and you got a half gallon of water. Water. And you're See gonna that. let it steep. You're not gonna fuck with it. Don't touch it. You mix it up a little bit. Put it in a container and leave it in your fridge for 24 hours. Take it out after 24 hours. You filter that shit out. You're left with a clean, crisp, cold, strong, but not bitter. Uh, using adjectives, using adjectives. But not bitter coffee uh, experience that you mix with water to get your perfect ratio of water to coffee, depending on your strength yeah. that you prefer it at. I'm going to tell you why you're not getting heartburn from now on because I know I'm not the only one that gets heartburn from coffee. Uh, you want to know how? Yeah, tell me. When you brew coffee in that yeah. hot water in your percolator, Hits those beans. It extracts an oil from the oh, beans. Bean. This is coming straight off Google, by oh, the way. Bean. This is coming straight off Google. It extracts an oil from the coffee bean 
that so you flick the bean you flick the bean but you don't want to flick it too hard because you don't want to create a harsh bitter experience <laughs> the reason it, you get the heartburn is because when the hot water hits those bean grinds it extracts an oil from the bean that contributes to heartburn and acid indigestion mm-hmm. we're getting a little scientific here but it's a lot easier than you yeah, think fuck that, go science. you make that cold brew you go to the store you request cold brew from now on and you tell me what the difference is and, and like i said if you want to try some of mine I'd be happy to give you some for free. And you tell me if you like it. Because I personally think that I would never go back to regular. I've not drank regular coffee since making my own cold brew and buying my own cold brew. It's cheaper to make your own. It's a little more time consuming. Come reach out to me. That's my underrated for the week. Cold brew coffee. It's fantastic. And especially if you're getting sick of the old Dunkin' Donuts mochaccino latte frappe. And it's worth every penny. I mean, it's worth everybody. So that's how your underrated overrated is going to work every week. Okay. I want you to give me something right off the cuff right now that, that you think is underrated or overrated, and you tell me, and you tell me. You tell right me off the cuff, right off the cuff, underrated or overrated. I'm going to say pre-workout. Pre-workout. I'm going to say pre-workout is one of the most overrated supplements you could buy this if is you a are hot a gym goer. Ladies and I gentlemen, have... please put on your fire retardant suits. Tati is about to drop a scorching hot take. Bring your mom in, tell her to give you a fire extinguisher, because this is about to get hot. Pre-workout is something that I use currently. But I can go without it. I just like to use it because, I don't know, it's something that I use. I could go without it, and I have gone without it for quite some time. I actually just recently got back on the pre-workout train. Now, there are people in the gym, and that are my friends, who cannot, and I mean cannot, Workout without pre-workout. I mean, bring up Matt. He's our friend, but if he doesn't take pre-workout when he walk when he walks when he goes to the gym, you would think that he just got his appendix removed. <laughs> he literally cannot move and cannot get up. It is not up. It's a little sexual, but you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. And I think it is one of the most overrated things you can get because really all you need to work out is hard work, dedication, sweat, at least twenty dollars a month. And testosterone, unless you're a female. But so they do squats anyway. You're not a fan of the pre-workout because you think it's a mind over matter type. I think I am a fan. I do use it. I'm not going to lie to you because I'm not a jerk off. But I have I have gone with that. Like, I, I'm almost out. I probably won't buy another one for another month. Because you just I don't be- think you need it. You think you need it certain days, but not every day. Well, I just don't want to become real. I just don't want to become reliant on it. Because okay. if you become reliant on it, that's when you become a slave to it. It's Absolutely. Just like, it's just like cigarettes. It's just like any other addictive substance. I can see that. You become addicted And it may to not it. have chemically addictive properties to yes, it like but nicotine, mentally, mentally but mentally you develop a dependence on it like i can't get that last rep in exactly unless i've exactly. had my pre-work i mean there's 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 definitely mental things like that okay i guess scientists are like oh triggers something in you abdullah yeah but like it, shut the fuck up that's muscle no, no, no. farm yes. and, and vitamin yes. shop trying to sell you yes. on a prop but it's just like it's just like anything else people come addicted there's like people who come addicted to sex it's not because they have they just have a want like obviously they have a want for it but it does feel great yep but you can do with that. It's just mind over matter. Mind over matter. I don't matter. want to become a slave to anything. I want my mind to be like a steel fucking box that only I have the key to. Okay. And you don't want pre-workout to have that control. No. So I go, I take one and I'll take a month Would off. you suggest an alternative though? Um, coffee is alternative, alternative, but that can also be addictive according to some people. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's really just like, I know people who drink coffee a lot, like two, three cups a day. Mm-hmm. And when they, don't, when they don't have their coffee, they get... Massive headaches. Our sound engineer over here, he drinks coffee like 
there's no tomorrow. He drinks that Turkish coffee. Yeah, I mean, like that whole grind yeah. coffee. Like there's no tomorrow. Like espresso on steroids. Exactly. Like that was even possible. And but I know people who, when they don't get it, they get headaches, and that's when you actually become addicted to it. When your mind is like, I need it, I crave it, I need it. So or you can't I get have that workout in. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm a big proponent of mind over matter and just uh, pushing through things that are difficult. So you're also looking for a cheaper, more reasonable alternative that you don't have to be pounding down this somewhat expensive yeah. beverage every time. Yeah. And I mean, mind over matter, I just go in with that. It's not a big deal to me. Some people think they can't do it and they become a slave to it. Me, I don't care. I'll go without it. It doesn't matter. Interesting. I like that take. That's a hot take. It is a hot take. A lot of people are going to be pissed off about that Drop take. Cuff. We didn't have any producing meetings before this. No. No, no, no. There's hardly any prep that goes into this episode. The only prep that goes into this episode are a couple specific articles here and there. A lot of this is coming off the cuff because these are things that we're thinking about every day. And you're driving home from your job. You're sitting at work. You're kind of hating your life because it might not be the job that you want. You turn on the Fanny Boy – Fanny Pack Boys podcast. And you get a little bit of an escape from all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You don't have someone talking in your ear. You get a little bit of entertainment. You get to unwind a little bit. You get to kind of detach yourself yes. from that corporate world. Because – Tanti, I don't know if, if, if you understand this like I do, but people really aren't themselves at a lot of jobs out there. No. Jobs, um, social settings, they don't act like themselves. So for us to come on here and act like ourselves and give you guys a little bit of entertainment and maybe, hey, next time you're at the bar, you bring up to this chick something you learned today or you're chilling with your buddies and the conversation's kind of dry. You bring up a little something you learned today. And that's all we care about. All we care about is that yeah. we get a little positive feedback and it's super important that you guys come in and tell us what you want to hear. This is a, a listener-driven podcast. Yes. I want you to send us articles. I want you to send us talking points. Not because we don't want to do the work and we're lazy, but we want to cater the show to you guys. This is just us kind of hanging out and shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. But we want to hear what you want to hear. And that's what okay. I want to do. I want to keep this podcast – granted, if it, gets, if it never even grows, we keep it even just keeps between our friends – I'll keep doing it because I like doing it. I exactly. like talking to you. We're friends. And this is a therapy session but for us. the first session, we had a teaser. I was kind of acting like a radio DJ. I was just like, all right, now we're going on the top 100 songs of 2017. Now, I came in. I was like, I don't want to feel like that because I heard it when I listened to it, too. I want to come in, and I want to be myself, and I just want to show the world who I really, really am. Absolutely. I'm looking at these Beyonce pregnancy pics, and as yes. angry as I am – that I'm looking at these, and these are even on my browser right now. Yes. I have to comment on this because it's getting way too much traction in the media. First of all, I'm just going to come out and say it. They're ugly. Beyonce's not ugly. Her pregnancy photos are but ugly. You look fat when you're pregnant. Everybody knows that. You look ugly. You look a little sweaty. And to, for her to post these pictures online, I guarantee they are at least a little bit photoshopped. And I don't think this is a good look for anyone at all. Pregnancy photos are cool because you look back on it in a couple years and, and the husband and wife take a look at it. But for her to be dropping these all over the internet and people to be freaking out about them as they are is unacceptable. You look gross. You look gross. I don't want to see this. So I'm going to X out of this right now. I'm sick of seeing this. That was just – I had to make a point about that because I'm sick of seeing people praise Beyonce and Jay-Z like they're some kind of second coming of Christ. You want to hear a bad joke? Mm-hmm. Her child is going to start a group called Destiny's Grandchild. <laughs> Got him! Got him! All right. <sighs> What's the next thing you got? 
And this thing I got right now, and I don't really have a lot just cooking right now. I'm just kind of scrolling on the web, and um, basically what I want to what I want to do now is, is somewhat wrap this up, just because we don't want to make this too long. Yeah, time um, check. How about how, Omar? How Omar, many, uh, sound engineer, what are we at? You're about. 39, 40 minutes in. Wow. All right. I like that. Time. Time flies. Oh. Time flies when you're bullshitting. Wow. That was, that's, that was really long, actually. It wasn't uh, longer than I thought. I wasn't expecting it to be that long. What I want to do for next time we record is please send us talking points. Friends. Um, send us articles. Send us things you want us to talk about. Um, and next time you guys can bet on us having a guest of some sort because that's something we eventually want to transition into also. Once we start getting a couple more listeners and we start getting our name out there, I'd like to bring on people that are not only our friends but also um, people that specialize in certain things, um, whether it be a certain career field or uh, a certain experience that they had. And make this like any other podcast that you've ever listened to where it's, it's like a mini interview but it's also just a conversational thing. It's not scripted. There's not any you know crazy preparation that goes into this, but that's what we're looking to do within the next couple weeks. So if you have any suggestions, obviously um, reach out, and we would be happy to hear those. Yeah, I mean, they're also our friends, so we're just going to be shooting the shit just like we are right now. I mean, we'll bring up their specialty, but for the most part, we're going to bring on people we know and we like. like they're, I mean, we are going to bring on people, our friends who like sports, and they're going to try to act like this is a big sports show. I'm going to get my take out there. I'm going to make a career friend. But no, we, we, we I fucked up. We're going to break them down to where they act like themselves. Absolutely. We will not take that shit. Be yourself. And if, if you try to act like someone you're not, yep. get the fuck out of If you're trying to stunt, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This show, um, underrated real quick, uh, before we before we cut this off, Taboo, this new TV show on FX. Have you seen this? No. It is fantastic. It's fantastic for a couple reasons, mainly because I'm into this kind of stuff. This darker stuff, it's set in the um, early 1800s, and it takes place in a really volatile time. Rob, hold on, I have to cut you off. History. What is this that I we have to cut you off. off? What is this that we have walking through the We door? were missing one member. Oh, my gosh. Our original fan. We were missing. Our original we fan. We were missing the original fan. Holy. Holy, he don't trip on those wires, buddy. Not, oh, please don't shut this off. Not only was he our first fan, but he was also the tea bringer, and we did this Entire episode with how much tea did you have it have in your body? Zero. Zero. Where were you, Halit? Where were you? Your tip is suffering from here on out. That yeah. Was, we were gonna tip you really well too. See now, Halit was one of our first fans. We were Actually, our, our first real fan. We were gonna give you stock options and everything, but now I'm kind of reconsidering that. Once yeah. our company goes public, now what you're listening to is this spoon um, and a couple <laughs> sugar cubes clanking on. A glass. That's not professional, Rob. A glass of. I don't give a shit. A glass of the finest Turkish tea you'll ever have. Now, all you need is two. You nice keep saying that, but is it really? Is it Turkish tea? Oh, I thought it was just regular tea. Well, it's just, it's just regular tea. What's the brand? I don't know. It's not Lipton. It's, it's coming. It's coming from the Turkish market. It's not Turkish. Then what is it? <laughs> My whole life is a lie. <laughs> These now, spoons are also very small. Spoons are very small, but a little fancy. Now you hear that little. That's that's just some of the finest strong tea. Now this this along with the cold brew is what's going to keep us going throughout this podcast. Um, Halit's here. Yeah, we're actually we're actually coming out with our own uh, our own tea bags as well. Our own tea bags. They're going to be called sweaty tea bags. Yeah, this tea is fantastic because it's got a good amount of caffeine in it. It's not as harsh as coffee at this hour. And we're recording this right now, like 9:45 at night, so I can't be drinking anything too crazy. 
Speaking of time, real quick, before I get back to Taboo, where's the snow that everyone was talking about? We're supposed to get like 10 inches tonight? Supposed to start at 4 a.m.? Halit. He's coming in for what? A meteorologist. He is an intelligence right now. He's coming in hot. You know what? He was probably checking the barometer. That's where he was. Halit, what's the air pressure outside right now? Is it conducive to a snowstorm? No idea. Well, what I don't understand right now is why aren't there deer on the front lawns of Americans having sex right now? Because it's warm enough outside that they're probably tricked into thinking it's like April and it's time for mating season because it is warm outside right now. It is uncomfortably warm. And the only thing that I could attribute that to, Tanti, is that this is the calm before the storm. I think we're in for a real doozy when we wake yeah, I mean, up. It's like our takes, not completely because you have hot takes and it's kind of lukewarm out. Yeah. So it's not quite like our take, yeah. but it's getting it. There's takes out there that are going to be like racist or a little yeah. inflammatory. We're going to try and stray away from Yeah, that. I mean, we're, we're going to stand up. We're we're a whites-only podcast. Yeah. No, that was a joke. That was Robbie's supposed to play. No, no, that was a joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we edit that out? <laughs> this room is full of whites. We might have to get a little bit of uh, no, diversity. There. Maybe hire like a black intern. I mean, internships are already unpaid as it is. We might have to get a black intern to throw a little bit of diversity in here. I quit. I'm done. That was awful. <laughs> I'm going to walk out. Right this, before we finish this. This precedent. As I, is awful. As I enjoy this tea, I want to cut to one thing real quick. How many sugar cubes you to put in it? This, this is my third. Now, this show, Taboo, is so underrated. I don't know of anyone that's been watching it. I've asked a couple people at work, and in the little bit of interaction that I've done with people at work, I kind of keep to myself because um, I'm there to work. Damn it. I'm not there to make friends. But what I want to say is Tom Hardy, no homo, is a super attractive dude and also an incredible actor. And no one's giving any attention to the show. It's on FX, Mondays at 10. We're sponsored. It is a fantastic show. You would think we were sponsored, but I just enjoy the show so much that I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. Twitter's talking about it, but that's obviously millions of people. I want to know why our friends aren't talking about this. It's historically relevant. It takes place in the very early 1800s, and it's spooky. It's got incredible acting. The plot is thick. It's fat. Thick. It's fat plot. Thick plot. Like, thick thighs save lives type plot. That's the model. This is an Instagram model type plot. With 2.5 million followers. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. Back. Granted, got, I never watched it, but I'm just playing it all. It's got Tom Hardy, and not for nothing, you know, I don't know if you, if either of you guys have seen this, FX is now competing with places like Netflix and Hulu, where they're putting out their own shows, and uh, a lot of these Netflix shows are uncensored. FX knows that they have to keep up with that. They're going to lose a lot of viewers if they stick to these TV shows. Um, yeah, Nude and, is in. Nude is in. Nude is in. Not full frontal, obviously. These, this show is dropping F-bombs left and right. And when I first heard it, I was like, holy shit. I haven't watched a show and kept up with it like this since Lost years ago, which, by the way, is one of the GOAT shows of all time. This show, given how many seasons it might have, will be right up there as far as quality show. It's on FX, Mondays at 10, and they're dropping F-bombs left and right. I suggest you watch. It's only about five episodes in. Um, Catch up on it. You guys will not be disappointed. It's a fantastic show. Tanti, what else you got for us wrapping up today? To wrap it up, uh, first of all, Halit, be on time for sure, or you're fired. For uh, sure be on time, Halit. For sure. That's number one. Uh, for sure be on time with that tea, Halit. This is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, now my voice is feeling great, but a little too late, you know? Halit the barista. Do our voices sound any different now that we're sipping this Turkish tea? I feel powerful. 
I feel warm inside. I feel like my throat is soothed. No homo. Halit, just be more on time with this team next please, time. It's fantastic. Please. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I think it's time to wrap it up, you know? I think uh, we talked about what we want to talk about. We introduced ourselves pretty well. We are the, uh, the Fanny Pack Boys Podcast. What's our name? The Fanny Pack Boys Podcast. The Fanny Pack Boys Podcast. Come on, son. Yeah, you can email us at, uh, what's the email? What's our email? Gmail.com. Ah, Fanny Pack Boys. Fanny Pack Boys at gmail.com. Yep. Send in your articles, send in your takes, send in your content that you want nudes. to talk about. Send in your nudes, especially, please. No no mail nudes. Videos are good gifts. Videos, uh, gifts. Not as good, but good enough. Just make sure if you're sending them, um, if they're nudes, that they're females because uh, we don't really. Nah, nah. We, we, we're pretty accepting here. In the, uh, you think so? You think we'll take some male nudes? Yeah, I mean, for sure we'll make fun of you, but. Uh, for sure. For sure you will be made fun of. Yeah, especially if you're a grower, not a shower. Yeah. For sure you will be made fun of. Unless um, it's big. In that case, we'll probably just delete it and then move on. <laughs> We're looking forward to the next episode, guys. And um, we can't wait to hear from you and hear some feedback. Wait, don't click it yet anymore. We have to figure out a sign-out process. Like, uh, How are we going to sign out? We. Nah, fuck that shit. Um, this could be edited out anyway, so it doesn't really no, matter. No, keep it. This is full frontal. This is full frontal. Um, Raw dog without a bag. Keep it raw. Keep it raw. Fuck Keep it. it raw. Keep All it right. raw with the fanny pack. Works now. Keep it raw with Rob and Mike. We out. We out. See you soon.